My name is Philip, son of Josiah, and I was a witness to the Lord's announcement of the birth of his son. It was a night just like this, calm, cool, stars shining brightly in the sky above. I remember thinking about the night my daughter was born. I had been sitting outside our home, waiting for hours while my wife delivered. I anxiously waited for the door to open and for someone to tell me that she had arrived. I kept those thoughts to myself that night. I thought of them warmly as I sat near the fire. No one in the group of men I stayed with cared about my past or how lonely I'd been since my wife died those four years ago. And I didn't care to tell them. All any of us cared about was getting through the nights without any problems, getting through the days without incident, and getting home with some money in our purses. We shared the warmth of the fire and nothing more. And then suddenly... There was another man there. I can't tell you where he came from. He was just there. He was bright, as if his robe was made of light, and there was a brightness that surrounded us when he appeared. I, I can't explain it. I, I was stunned, and I remember hearing the other men grabbing for their rods and slings, I had never seen those men be afraid in the months that we had spent in those Bethlehem fields together. Not even when they faced a pack of wild dogs, but, but that's because they knew what to do in a situation like that. We carried weapons with us for the protection of our sheep, and we were accustomed to using them. But no one knew what to do with the brightness and the man who appeared, and we all sat trembling with fear. I can still hear how gentle the stranger's voice was when he said, Do not be afraid. His smile was like fire. Do not be afraid, he said. For behold, I bring to you good news of great joy for all people. I couldn't grasp what he was saying. But then he looked right at me right in the eyes, and he said, Unto you this day, your Savior, the Messiah, Christ the Lord, is born in the city of David. <laughs> well, I grew up in Bethlehem, you see, and I knew the stories about King David. He was born in the small city and grew up to be a shepherd, just like me, before he became king. Different people point to different houses and say, this is where King David was born, that's where King David was born, here's the field where he played. <laughs> well, anyway, I was also very aware of the prophecy 
about the Messiah that was to come, and I remembered Isaiah's words about Jesse's heir. My mind was spinning. The stranger walked closer to us, smiled, and knelt where we sat. Listen, he said, this will be the sign for you. You will find a newborn babe, swaddled in cloth and laying in a manger. Even as he spoke the words, the man smiled as if he understood how strange it sounded. If this child was the Savior, the Christ, why would he be lying in an animal's feeding trough? It made no sense. What kind of a Messiah was this, I thought. I couldn't understand what he meant, and beyond that, we were shepherds. All of us going into Bethlehem without our sheep, especially at night, would be unheard of. Yet the stranger gave specific instructions for how to find the baby. Then the stranger stood, and just as suddenly as he had appeared, he was surrounded by a, a multitude of angels. With all that was going through my mind, I hadn't realized who, or, or rather what, he was until the rest appeared. The strangers surrounded us, each as bright as the first, the sight of them nearly blinding me. There are no words to describe what it all looked like. The field was bathed in light, covered with men, and though I had never seen an army of men larger than the Romans guarding the Jerusalem temple, I can only liken the number of men to an army. Thousands upon thousands of men, uncountable, shining like the stars. I can still hear the silence that covered the land when they appeared. Not even the sheep made a sound. None of us dared to speak either. We were all stunned too deeply. I can't explain. Their robes were the richest white anyone had seen. I could barely look, yet I couldn't look away. Now, I want to tell you that appearances by angels had been unheard of for hundreds, possibly thousands of years. I knew the stories from my studies as a boy and from the priests at the synagogues, and their appearances had been to the likes of, of Abraham and Jacob and Moses and Daniel, and not since Daniel had any been known to appear. But I am a shepherd. We were shepherds. <laughs> no one cared about us, and nothing was special about us. We are men of the fields. We don't wear colored robes or buy fine, expensive things from the market. <laughs> and people do not stop to hear what we have to say. So why us? Why would one of the first visits from the angels in many years take place in the sight of lowly shepherds? I have asked that question countless times in the years that have passed, but I still don't have an answer. So we sat, staring, awed into silence, and listening as the multitude began to speak. Glory to God in the highest, they shouted as one. The beautiful sound is unfathomable as their appearance. And on earth, peace and goodwill to all people. Their words of praise and promise echoed over the countryside, louder than you can imagine. And then, in an instant, they were gone. Everyone just gone. 
Not even the first stranger remained, and the dark night covered us again. I stared into the darkness, unable to comprehend what I had seen or heard. The men with me were obviously thinking the same thing because no one spoke for a long time. We were all thinking over the events, trying to make some sense of it. As I thought back, the angel's words struck me again. You will find a newborn babe. Well, it became clear to me that we, or at least I, had no choice but to go and try to find the baby, the Messiah whose birth had deserved the announcement by countless angels. Let's go to Bethlehem, I said. I stood, and my legs were still shaking. And see what's happened that the Lord has told us about. I remember thinking how strange those words felt to speak. <laughs> None of them made any sense. Not going into town at night, not the event that we were told about, and, and not that we had even been told. But considering what I had seen, sense didn't seem to matter that night. So without even looking at my sheep, I began walking towards the town. I heard footsteps behind me and watched the six men I barely knew walk with me in search of an unknown place. The bewilderment and awe on their faces probably would have amused me if I hadn't looked and felt the same. Those men were tough shepherds, but they looked more like scared little children right then. And like children, we walked quicker and quicker with each step until we were all running. When we arrived in Bethlehem, breathless, the city that had seen so much activity since the census began now lay silent, unaware of what had happened a few miles away. We wandered past homes with no idea where to look until finally we heard the distant sound of a baby's cry. The sound, which was so usual, stopped us all, and we stood listening for a direction. One of the other men hurried down a narrow street, and we followed, the baby's cry, our only guide. We came upon a home's animal shelter, the wooden gate barely concealing the view inside. One of the shepherds who had gone first pushed the gate open, and we all stepped into that dim stable. A man was sitting by the gate, and he jumped to his feet. He was obviously surprised by our presence. Who, who are you? What do you want? Sir, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We aren't here to hurt you. We're unarmed. Please, please. We were told to come here. By who? Angels. We, we are shepherds, as you probably can tell. And we were just out with our sheep. And, and a man was just suddenly standing there, and he, he was shining like a star. And he, and he told us to come here and, and find a baby who'd been born today, and that he was the Messiah. As some of my companions explained that we were unarmed and had come because of the angel's announcement, I looked around the small stable, and next to a young woman, I saw it. A manger. And just as the angel had said, a small baby lay inside his tiny body wrapped carefully in cloths. The sight was unusual in so many ways. Why was a newborn in a stable, for one thing? The child's mother was watching us carefully. 
I can't imagine what was going through their minds as seven smelly and shaken shepherds burst into their shelter, asking to see their newborn child. For some reason they agreed, and the one who I assumed was the father led us to the manger. I could barely walk, and I stumbled forward, my heart racing. This baby, could he really be the long-awaited Messiah, I wondered? Could this be the one that my people had been longing for for so many years? Could this boy grow into the man who had been foretold by the prophets? The angel's declaration seemed to plainly reply yes. The baby's parents told us that his name was Jesus. The Lord is salvation. If his parents had chosen the name, did they know who their son was? All these years later, I still think about everything I experienced that night. I think about how rough my hands felt when the child's mother, Mary, gently placed him in my arms. I think about how I felt humbled, amazed, confused, overwhelmed, and utterly thankful when I held the Messiah. I think about leaving that stable and how joyful I'd felt, how we all felt. People in the town were lighting fires and the women were preparing meals for the morning and we stopped everyone we came across and told anyone who would listen what had happened. Many looked at us like we were crazy and I have no doubt we seemed out of our minds, but we didn't care. Even now, I can still hear the men with me proclaiming what we had seen. I remember how many nights we spent after talking about it, watching the night carefully in case the angel returned. But he never did. And soon, life returned to normal. The group of men who had seen a glimpse of heaven's glory parted ways. I never saw Jesus again, but I know that he and his parents somehow escaped Herod's slaughter. I pray that they are all safe wherever they are. And now, I still tell my story to anyone who will listen, and I watch the nights for our visitor, just in case.